I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. College football is year-round now, and when BYU is getting ready to go to the Big 12, it is a year-round deal. I can't help but think of college football and BYU football in particular, and our next guest can give us a, a bit of a BYU football fix in here in the, the dog days of winter. We're joined now by the newest member of the BYU football program. He's a quarterback at a Corona, California, Riverside City College. He's Jake Retzlaff. Jake, welcome on into Cougar Sports Saturday. Hey, thanks for having me, Mitch. I'm excited to have you on board, Jake. And, you know, first off, so you signed with BYU this week. We got to get into your recruitment a little bit more, man, because you know when people look at your your uh, accomplishments in the junior college route, big numbers, big yards, a lot of production. How on earth did did you end up here at BYU? Well, you know, it, it was a long recruitment process, uh, and it honestly was uh, it was just right from the beginning. Honestly, uh, first when I first talked to Coach A Rod. And uh, Coach Mitchell, it, it just felt right. And uh, I knew when I got here that it was going to be a warm welcome, and it always was. And, and so I'm just excited to be here and and uh, excited to get going forward. When did BYU first reach out to you, Jake? And do you, what memories do you have from your, your time visiting BYU? Um, I, the first time they came out, uh, they came out to a practice and watched me throw. It was uh, Coach A-Rod and Coach Mitchell, I believe, were out there. Uh, or it wasn't Coach Mitchell. Uh, it was a, I believe, Fessy came out, uh, and they just kind of watched me throw and introduced themselves to me, and I was really excited to talk to them. Uh, at that point, recruitment had been pretty slow, and uh, it was just starting to pick up. Coaches were just starting to come out. Uh, this was, this was spring, probably, um, uh, maybe early summer, and uh, that's when they first kind of reached out and talked to me. Um, and, and just our relationship from them has just grown, and I've gotten to know both coaches pretty well. And and that, that the whole process of coming up here has been amazing. Uh, visiting up in the school, uh, getting to walk through the Valve Stadium, and and just being able to picture myself on the field was pretty spectacular. Jake Radslaff's our guest, newest BYU signee, uh, BYU football program quarterback. And, Jake, uh, I'm curious. You know, BYU is a unique place, and it's, it's a program that uh, – uh, if you're all in, it's a it's a great place, uh, but also it's a place that not many people always know everything about. What do you know about BYU before they started communicating with you and forming that relationship? Um, you know, honestly, uh, not, not being a member of the church, it was it was known as the the LDS school, um, and so you know that whole the whole religion aspect of it was interesting for me. 
Um, and it, and I'm happy to, you know, be here. And a lot of the people are, are extremely nice. And that's what I've gotten to, to kind of know since I've been here. Uh, you know, not being a member, you're not sure how you're going to get welcomed. And I got welcomed with, with open arms. And uh, people could not have been better to me when I first showed up, just like you guys have. From the football side of things, Jake, what do you like about BYU's offense and what they've done of late that makes you feel like, hey, I, I can fit in here on the football field? Uh, I mean, this offense is so quarterback friendly, and you know the quarterback history here is unbelievable. Uh, you know, from Zach Wilson back to Steve Young. I mean, th- there's no there's no better school for quarterbacks than, than for me that I feel. And, and this offense run by Coach A Rod is just it's amazing. And uh, the, from con- conceptually to uh, just everything about it, it, it really complements uh, the quarterback and the way I play. I feel like you know, I'm really going to fit in the system. Has that quarterback fraternity reached out to you? Maybe Jaron or Zach or, or whoever it may be. Have they have some of those guys reached out to to show their support for you and help you through this process? Uh, right now, not yet. Uh, we're, I'm just getting settled in. Uh, you know, I arrived here uh, Monday, and so that you know, I, I feel like it's all just beginning, and and hopefully, I get to talk to those guys in the future. I definitely want to pick their brains about this offense. And you know, get the best insight I possibly can. I know Jaron and Zach both had a lot of success here, and you know, I'm just hoping to be able to replicate that. So, what what was it about BYU that that ultimately put it over the top? Uh, because you did have other opportunities. There was reported offers from likes of Hawaii and New Mexico State. Was it maybe just simply a case of BYU was the one Power Five offer? What what ultimately put BYU over the top for you? Uh, you know, the Power Five aspect definitely made a difference. Especially coming to the Big 12, just a lot of opportunity here. Um, I feel like BYU quarterback standards, I fit very well. Uh, the style of play here, I feel like complements my game, and I complement the game, this offense, in the same way. Uh, you know, Coach Arod, Coach Kalani, those guys just made me feel at home, and so I just, I just, you know, it felt right coming here. Now that you're here in Provo, have you? had a chance to pick a number yet? Like, what do the next couple of weeks look like for you in, in, in your time here at BYU? Uh, well, next couple of weeks, get, you know, still finishing getting settled in and, and getting a number, you know, it's going to be an interesting conversation. I, I hope I get one of my first couple options. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of a conversation for down the line a little bit. Uh, you know, it's just about, you know, getting back into a workout routine, uh, you know, putting some weight on, putting some muscle on. And prepare for spring ball, and then being ready to go out there and understand the offense. We're meeting to understand the offense and be able to pick that up. For me, it's just pretty much a terminology switch. I ran something similar in uh, Geo College, so it'll be fun. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. I always feel for the quarterbacks at BYU because all the single digits are pretty much wiped out because of the retired numbers. You got eights taken by Jim McMahon, or excuse me, Steve Young, nines taken by Jim McMahon, six from Mark Wilson. So the single digits are kind of 
Few and far between. Uh, well, so I hope that you can get your your favorite number, whatever that ends up being, uh, Jake. But you know, I'm curious too. What are your expectations uh, going into this season for you? Like, what are you looking to accomplish? Are you? Are, do you, are you is it been laid out that you can have a chance to compete uh, for that open spot at quarterback? Yeah, for you know, I want to go in there and give my best shot to get the third starting spot. I know uh, me and Keaton, who I met earlier this week, you know, we're we're ready to push each other in practice every day, and competition only makes us better. Uh, you know, iron travels iron, so so I'm looking forward to competing in the spring. And uh, by the time season comes around, which I'm not crazy dialed in on game one yet, I know our schedule release is supposed to be hopefully soon. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll start looking probably towards the season after towards the end of spring ball when it's, when it's time. But for now, I'm just I'm just anxious to get on the field, get on a throw with these guys, and build chemistry. I'm curious too. You you noted earlier about your conversations with Aaron Roderick. You know, I feel like any all the BYU quarterbacks that uh, have worked with him, they just give glowing reviews. Uh, you know, we we Matt and I have been covering BYU for a long time now, and and all these guys they they just they speak glowingly of Roderick. Can you, from your experience with talking with Coach Roderick, what have maybe just been some of the the traits or or characteristics that really just stand out with uh, with Coach A Rod for you? Uh, I mean, off the top of the head, the number one thing about A-Rod is he is so level-headed all of the time. He's, he's, he's never too high on the highs, never too low on the lows, and that is so beneficial for a quarterback to have as a for an offensive coordinator. Uh, you, you can't speak enough towards that. Uh, he, he's just that nature. It really helps allow a quarterback to be comfortable and uh, be able to deal with you know mistakes and uh, also be able to know how to deal with the, with the good things. So that, that's definitely the most toxic thing. I've seen from him so far, and I'm looking forward to working with him in the future. And I got to imagine too, Jake, that Coach A. Rod loves your bio on Huddle, which I, I enjoy too. Best attributes. This is the quote: Best attributes are accuracy and downfield vision. Looking for opportunities to lead the team. Words I live by are: stay patient, never settle. That sounds like a quarterback that A. Rod likes. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just something I put on there, just because it, it's what I believe, and, and that stay patient, never settle thing. Can't, can't, I'm actually proud I came up with that one myself and somebody else quoted it, then I'd give props to them. Uh, but it's just something I came up with through high school because, you know, I came through COVID. Um, and so you didn't get any, you didn't get much opportunities during the COVID year because, you know, seasons got canceled and delayed. And so all you, all you can do is stay patient. And then once you get that opportunity, never settle, you know, just keep going and uh, strive to be as best as you could possibly be. And, and that's truly something I live by and, and will continue. Jake Retzlaff is our guest for a few more moments, the newest BOU quarterback. You, you mentioned the COVID pandemic when you were a high school quarterback in California. California was uh, locked down a, a lot more heavily than, than Utah at the time. How much do you think that impacted you in high school and your recruitment? And and, and, and just fascinating to me because we, me and Mitch, we just haven't had a, a real opportunity to talk to anyone who lived through that as a college quarterback or high school quarterback, I should say. Yeah, you know, it, it shot recruiting completely. Um, whatever I had kind of dissolved. And so it was just kind of, it, it really was testament to the mental fortitude I'd build up coming through. And, uh, you know, just just like I said, staying patient. And it was tough. You know, you go to workouts every day and you're just talking about, you have no idea when, you're, when your game is going to be. You know, when the season come around? I don't know. It got delayed again. Okay, well, let's just keep working then. And so it was, it was tough. It wasn't easy. Um, I think a lot of those COVID seniors would say the same thing uh, down in California because we, we were shut down. I mean, working out 
outside only, so we couldn't go in the weight room, and then and then uh, working out at six feet apart and all that. And at one point, we had masks on during workouts, which was not easy. But 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 yeah, it, it was a struggle, but we, you know we got through it. And uh, and junior college was the opportunity for me, and so I bet on myself and went to junior college, and and things ended up working out all right. Well, you're in the right place now. BYU at that time, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Jake, but played nearly a full schedule, never wavered in playing, and, and, and they have this mentality of, of wanting to play the best. Uh, did that play a role at all in your decision to BYU, just knowing that, hey, this is a group that, that's going to the Big 12 and, and they'll play anyone anytime, anywhere, as Zach Wilson once wore in his headband? Yeah, uh, 100%. And and I believe that uh, our guys on on the field, our 11 versus any 11 at any time, anywhere, that, that's something... Uh, you know, we believe strongly at Riverside City College, and it's something I'm definitely going to take with me. Is uh, you got to line up your 11 against our 11 at the end of the day. So, you know, whatever the hype is, it doesn't matter once you get on that field. Jake, who were some of the other schools that you had conversations with in this process? Uh, a couple of schools were um, the Coastal Carolina staff was talking to me, and once they moved to Liberty, they uh, continued contact for just just a little bit uh, before I committed and. And I was also talking to Troy University down in Alabama. Uh, and then just those other offers that you mentioned earlier. Well, Jake, it, it's, you know, looking forward to, to watching you in spring football. It'll be here before we know it. I think it'll be, what, early March, I would imagine. And uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a fun off offseason uh, for you to get ready. And uh, last thing for you, too, what's maybe the major, what's the plan on the academic side? Because BYU's no joke in that regard, too. No joke at all. You're right about that. And so, um, I'm, you know, I'm leaning. I'm still undecided right now, but I'm definitely leaning towards the business route in this school. It's got like top, the top business program in the country. So I'm looking forward to the academic side. The support system here is unbelievable already. The amount of people I've met that are involved with BYU football through the academic side. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, at the end of the day, that degree is what's important. Smart man going to the business side at BYU. You cannot go wrong doing that, Jake. Well, Jake, uh, again, best of luck. Uh, everything will we'll cross paths down the road, I'm sure. And uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us here uh, on KSL News Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. That's Jake Ratzlaff, BYU signee, getting ready for his uh, first year with the BYU football program, looking to compete in BYU's first year in the Big 12 Conference. We appreciate Jake hopping on with us today. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.